Hello and welcome to Creative Lives, the Lecture in Progress podcast. Lecture in Progress is an online resource that inspires and informs the next generation of talent by providing practical advice and insight into the creative industry. This podcast series features a broad range of people talking about what they do and how they got to where they are. Our guest this week is creative director, art director and set designer Anna Lomax. I'm Anna Lomax. I'm a set designer, art director, creative director, depending on what day of the week it is. I get bored really easily, which is probably why I've got three different job titles. The thought of doing the same thing and even turning up in the same place day in, day out fills me with dread and fear. Colourful, fun-filled and with a good dose of humour, her output often features unlikely combinations of objects and gravity-defying arrangements for editorial clients such as Vogue, another magazine and The Gourmand, to luxury brands such as Miu Miu, Coach and Kenzo. I work a lot between advertising and fashion with all sorts of brands to sometimes come up with a concept for a job and then make the stuff and work with photographers to photograph it or they photograph it I make it (laughs) most of the time the job can come in and you could shoot like five days later or I shot on Saturday and the job came in at 6pm on Thursday so it's getting stuff done quickly and knowing exactly where to go to find what it is that you need quite a lot Studying illustration at university, it took Anna a while to find a course that suited her. I did a first year of illustration after my foundation at Camberwell and I absolutely hated it. Um, I really needed to leave South London and sort of go somewhere different and the course just wasn't right for me at all. I was sort of making pathetic things like 3D things but then being told that I had to do a book cover and I couldn't see the kind of the route to being able to make stuff and use it in an image. I just couldn't seem to put the two together. So I left at the end of the first year and then worked and then applied to go to Brighton and studied illustration at Brighton, which is probably the best education experience I've probably had in my whole... I'm not very good at school. I'm not good in an institution. Um, Yeah, fitted in well with the... We had a really good year. Everyone was expected to be in every day. It was like you got... You know, I just really felt like I belonged there. I think that they were really open to the fact that if you wanted to make costumes and films and do a ballet, then that was still illustration. And that just really suited me, that there wasn't this idea of it's got to be sort of, you know, pretty illustrations and kind of cupcakes or whatever. It's like the, the, the spectrum was so broad for what you could do, and I found that exciting. You could make ceramics, you know, that was still illustration. No one was telling you what was or wasn't. And, yeah, I kind of felt at home with that. It was at university that Anna discovered a career route that truly appealed to her, thanks to a studio visit in New York, opening her eyes to the world of art direction. We used to go on trips to different places to go and visit design studios. One of the trips was to go to New York and we met a art director who was like, I'm not worthy, although she completely was worthy of us going to her studio. And then she took us to her mentor and who she'd worked with for kind of her person that taught her how to do what she did who was a guy called Ron Nordsworthy he'd worked with Hype Williams for his entire career doing like 
you know, the ghetto fabulous look. I just remember him being in this thing, this kind of small man, and he's wearing like magenta trousers and a white shirt with rainbow buttons. I was like, you're great. And uh, he was saying that Jay-Z was coming to him and being like, I want a Jeep with blacked out windows for my um, video. And he'd turn around and be like, no, you don't. You want a Bentley. And like, just loved the kind of idea that there was this guy behind the scenes that I had no idea, you know, I watched all those music videos growing up, but had never thought about somebody being like, no, you want it to look like this, you know, this is real, this is really showing off kind of thing. And um, yeah, at that point I was like, wow, I want to go and work with them. Like that looks amazing. It looks like a, a hard work, but a lot of fun. Yeah, so Brighton sort of did these things that showed you that there was a world beyond kind of your bedroom drawing on a bit of paper. I think that was quite a exciting thing. After that, I worked and then went and did an MA in print at the Royal College of Art, which again went straight back to being in my hell of education that I hate. I never believe that there's kind of, there should be boundaries in what you're doing. So you're an artist, even if you're working commercially and you should be able to, if you want to make a film one week, then that's cool. And if you want to make a book the next week, then that's also all right. And if you want to do an installation the week after and have a solo show, then why not? There's who makes the rules up. And I found there that they just were obsessed with what you could or couldn't do and the boundaries that sort of existed in a world that I thought was really outdated and I spent two years fighting that and it wasn't the best uh, time there. I did a promotions job, you know, like when you give away Coca-Cola at a train station, like that kind of thing, all through uni to earn money. And then um, they ran something where they asked people to sort of run an event in Topshop and you got paid 350 quid and you had to get people to come to Topshop and there were drinks and they got a discount and then part of it was that the people that did well got work experience somewhere within Topshop. And um, I was like, I want to do the windows, I want to do display. And um, it took 18 months. I did well in the thing, got enough people to come. They were like, you can have work experience. And it took 18 months of me emailing the display team before they'd look at my portfolio. And then I went in, they were like, you can come for two weeks with the work experience. I was like, I'm coming for a month. And it didn't stop. And I kept going back. And then after the month, I was like, I want to do a window. And they were like, interns don't do windows. So I did my whole pitch, took it to them. They were like, okay, you can do a window. So I got a window on Oxford Street with my name on and uh, like my website and everything, like a makeup window. And uh, then left. And then two months later, they called up and they're like, a job's come up. Do you want to take it? So I worked there part-time through my MA. I started working with a girl called Lauren Davies, who's now a really great product designer. We graduated together in the same year. And I think we, one of our projects at uni was just to do a website. And we were like, oh, we'll make it easy and just do it together rather than having to do our own separate things. The internet was a bit of a different place back then. And then it kind of stuck. And I think the jobs were so big and we were so sort of out of our depth, really, with what we, like, we didn't know how to put a screw in a bit of wood. You know, and we were taking the first big job we got was to do the Saturday's first album cover and first three singles. That came about because we'd been working with Nick from YCN um, and because of Alex, <laughs> who was in with them. Yeah, he let us do a letter as part of an alphabet that they were making, a, a, the letter J. And we took it the extra mile and did a photo shoot, invited Nick down to the photo shoot and he loved it. And then asked us to make 250 pinatas that got sent out to 200 universities and then 50 creatives to 
for them to come up with interesting ways to smash the pinatas. So it was like this free bit of publicity for us. And like they went out to people like Kate Moros, like the editor of Creative Review, like so many different people that we just wouldn't have had access to and with our name all over it. And stuff still, stuff kept coming in off the back of that. It was such a good job for us to do and it was really fun. So it kind of made sense that we were just, we were working together, we were enjoying what we were doing and we were getting these commissions and they were so big and the the time frame so small that you really do need you need to have really bloody good assistance or you need to be partnered up with somebody it is it's a lot of work you can't it's not a, a lone thing that you can do on your own so yeah we did that for three years two and a half years together and just said yes to everything said yes to stuff that I wouldn't say yes to now just to be able to learn just to get in on set just to see what that environment like the first music video we did and, like, I didn't even know any of the abbreviations for what any of the people were. Like, DOP, what? You know, like, lights, camera, action, and then turning over, and then action, and, like, when they said turning over, starting to do what? We had, like, gas masks that blew out, like, puffs of smoke, and they're, like, turning over, and they're like, why aren't you waiting for action? Already doing the thing, like, didn't know any of the lingo, didn't know what you were meant to do, you know, just sort of being like, yeah, I can do it. <laughs> Saying yes, and then trying to work it out maybe not the best way, a bit of a car crash and very stressful. We stopped working together. Lauren wanted something with a bit more structure on a day-to-day because it's so chaotic in terms of being able to sort your day-to-day life out. Like, you can't make any plans, which suits my personality. I think Lauren found that a bit harder. So yeah, we separated in terms of not working together anymore. She went and did a product design MA. I think when we stopped, when I stopped working as a partnership, um, I pre- pretty much continued as I wanted, as we as I was before in a way. Part of me felt like I had to start again because it's you've built up a name and then you're walking away from that. But then the reality was it wasn't really like that. I think it was more in my own head that it was going to be like that. Um, actually, it was better in some ways because you're in control of what you want to do and you don't need to you're not worrying so much if someone's having someone else is having a good time (laughs) Uh, it's just about what you do or don't want to do and I still continued with the same sort of process that if you do everything then something will fit into place that that's really the only way I'm going to get any further is by you know the more you do the more people you meet the more things that unfold that you didn't really know were possible. I think that's kind of how I've always been. And then when I slow down in terms of taking on work, then I start to get a bit itchy-footed and start thinking too much. And I love meeting people on jobs. And, you know, I'd say one week I'll be like wanting to get some glass etched and like going to somebody else's studio or like the metal workers, you know, like finding a new laser cutter out in Essex and going having a chat about their possibilities. And yeah, even exploring materials, it's always about finding new people and new avenues, like a challenge. (laughs) I am really excited about working on multidisciplinary projects at the moment because you get to explore so many avenues. So last, the end of last year, I did um, a job for Hermes that was, they commissioned an animation and then event space to show the animation in. And that was really exciting. They're like, here's the scarf, develop, you know, something around the scarf, make it playful, make it fun, make it, you know, a thanks for coming to the event because it was the last space that you walked through. Um, 
so that was great to be able to do this animation that was, you know, the sort of showpiece and then the room to show it in. I really loved it. Um, also, most jobs that I do with Selfridges, I absolutely love because they're just the dream client to work with. They approach people for what they do. They respect what you do and they let it happen. And then, you know, they try their hardest to make it happen, even if you're sort of asking for something outrageous. <laughs> um, so I just did, they would design the, redesigned the third floor of the women's wear department and I made three big sculptural sort of permanent installations in there. And that was really exciting because it was just such a change in scale and it was really all about material, really great brief and it looks the business. It's just so nice to go in there and be like, oh yeah, I made that. It looks really good. <laughs> um, yeah, they're two projects that have probably been the most fun and ex rewarding in terms of the output. My advice in terms of getting into the field that I'm in is be prepared to work very hard. Um, say yes to everything because you literally never know when an opportunity is going to unfold. And don't think it's glamorous because it's really not glamorous. You know, when you've spent 12 hours cleaning around the feet of a celebrity, then you'll know about the realities of <laughs> set design. Um yeah, it's good fun, but it's really hard work, I think is the advice that I would go out and assist people and see if it's for you, see if you can handle the the heat. I guess making contacts with people, um, I guess even my assistants, like, you know, we use, a, we cross, between the set designers, we share assistants, we share knowledge. If, I, if I've got a project that I need to find something, I'll be calling up, you know, all the different people I know in the field to see, have you seen a, you know, I need a giraffe, have you seen one kind of thing? And people are share, they share their knowledge. They're not, it's not an insular industry. It is, well, I think it's open. And I think that the more you say you like stuff and the more open you are, the more you get back from it. Um, that's what I've found anyway. So I'd say that would be a good way of doing things. Keep chatting to people. And yeah, if you like someone, if you like a photographer's work, ask to go and help in any which way you can if you see a stylist that you think yeah they're they're doing really well be like I want to come and work with you I think that's the best way of doing it is being open and offering yourself <laughs> up for stuff this episode of creative lives was brought to you by lecture in progress it was presented by me Indy Davis and the guest was Anna Lomax the producer was Ivor Manley lecture in progress is made possible with the support of a number of brand patrons they include GF Smith, Squarespace and the Paul Smith Foundation.